The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. What's up? Welcome into Talking Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio here at the Star in Frisco. Rob Phillips hosting for Bill Jones. Joined, as always, by Brian Broadus, Mickey Spagnola, Kent Garrison producing as well. We've got a big show for you guys today as the Cowboys get back to practice on a Wednesday. Get ready for those Seattle Seahawks. How is everybody? I'm good. Got your new Tommy Jones How are we doing, on? guys? Uh, you know what? I forgot to take him out of my uh, I, backpack. I actually can raise my hand on that one. Yes! I was interested, and in, I'm like, okay. I mean, I we have him, but... I kind of like, you know, thank you, Tommy John, for, for providing him. But yeah, the 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 styles. I mean, it. it it's are crazy. you wear, are you wearing yes. the one with the with the, the cowboy? You got yes. the logo the, one the, the on. Cowboy All logo. Right. And I just because it was the first one I grabbed out of the pack. Should, should I Tommy save John's today, guys? Too. Should first I save that Tommy John's over here? All right. Should I save changing. that for game day? You need to be at your best on game day. Game but day. I, but you need to be your best every day. Isn't that what Jason Garrett tells us? Yeah. Regardless of circumstance. Yeah, but especially on game day. On game day, yeah. Okay. Better be attentive. Yes. Can't have, have a great no Wednesday. W- nope. <laughs> Can't have no wedgies. No wedgies. Wedgie free. This is a wedgie free show. This is not a Seahawk free show today, though. No. We'll start breaking them down today. We did a little bit yesterday. I thought, uh, Brian, by the way, you, on, on the website today, you're going to start diving into it. You're going to have your three key guys right. on the, Seattle to yeah, watch. Yeah, the nemesis, the weapon, and the under the radar. So if you can, check that out. That should be up here in a little bit. I bet I know one of them. Give me one of them. I bet you Mickey could talk about my first guy. Earl Thomas on that list. Nemesis? <laughs> yeah. That's your nemesis? I think he's my weapon. He's your weapon? He's your my weapon. weapon. Yeah, he's the weapon. Well, And I'm, I think he's the weapon because of what we, what we potentially, what we went through last week with Landon Collins. That if you get a guy that plays at some depth, that can come forward and make tackles and create problems for you. You know, with no Cam Chancellor, they don't have that ability. They they need somebody that sits in the back and and comes flying up to make those plays. So that's that's going to be the weapon that they're going to have to deal with. He's a guy, and we have to be careful with this too, boys. Is if you get uh, Dak Prescott running the football, you know, and you do the read options and the things where he's keeping, that's a little bit different cat. We saw what happened when Jalen Smith gets ahead of steam coming forward. Same thing can happen with Earl Thomas coming forward on your quarterback. So I have to be a little bit careful about that. I have to be careful with him creating turnovers, not only the interceptions, but also the fumbles. This guy's always ripping at the ball. He's always trying to get the ball loose. So runners in piles have to be careful with him. Uh, he just still plays at a tremendously high level, misses all of training camp and has an interception <laughs> in the Denver game. So that just shows you he's always going to be around the football. And he's always going to be physical finishing. So those are things you have to be worried about with him. And that's why I describe him as this weapon here for the Seahawks. I went back and watched the game for Monday night, specifically to see him. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't have the all-22. Yeah, right? I didn't have it either. But So it's hard to see the secondary. The stats said he had four tackles, two assisted. Yeah. Nothing else. Zeroed out. I didn't notice him in the game. I didn't notice him make a difference in yeah. that game. 
I, and I'm looking. I'm looking yeah. for 29, and I see him coming in late, standing there watching people make tackles. I saw him myself make, like, three tackles. Yeah. I didn't see him force anything. I, I, I just he was a no show in the game. Now they didn't play very well defensively, and they're missing their linebackers. So they that are. that could have something to do with it. Yeah. Uh, the guy I would worry about is Bobby Wagner if he's going to play. Yeah. And I don't we. I, I, don't I think, think we, I think Wagner. Think gonna he's going to be back. I think he's going to play in this game. That's the guy I would worry about because they've struggled with middle linebackers. The last couple of weeks. That is true. Like and that's, getting to the second level blocks. Tomorrow you get yeah. matchups, so get ready for Ooh, that. But that's one. <laughs> that's that's one of the guys I would worry about. But I I just didn't see anything from Earl that said, "Boy, I got to give up a second round pick for that." Well, you don't now. You don't have to give up a second round pick now, if you want to do that. And you know, one of my I'm this, the things I think the the question you have to ask yourself today is, do you feel good enough about the safeties that you don't want to make a trade? You know, when you when you start bringing up Earl Thomas, I, I still think Earl Thomas is an elite player. Me and I, and I understand Mickey what you saw, and I'm not. As long as people are watching and looking at their own eyes, I never. I'm not going to question somebody's analysis. You, you know, you're you're sitting down. That's you know, hell, you get scouts to sit in a room and look at tape together, and you'll have ten different opinions on a player. Mm-hmm. So I'm not considering say Mickey, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. But you know, I, I think that you have to. I think that you you know you have to look at this. Uh, you know, the situation with the Cowboys, though, and, and you know, say, okay, what, you know, how's it going to roll? You know? I yeah, just, two games in. This I is, mean, especially with the, the safety spot. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it, do you feel good enough about Kayvon Frazier? Do you feel good enough? I mean, I, I've got, like I said, I've got some questions today, and I hope we get to them in the second half. We will. Uh, and I, I just want to ask you guys these things. And, and hell, I'll, I'll, ask, I'll ask this question right now, then, if, the, if it helps, if it helps our discussion. You know, who's been a better super sub, Joe Looney or Kayvon Frazier? You know, if you think about it, I mean, you, you, and, I, and I include Kayvon Frazier in that because the safety, I mean, maybe you don't have to go get Earl Thomas. Maybe when, Kay, when, when Xavier Woods comes back, Kayvon Frazier will be a, a, a good backup guy to have. I don't think he's killed him through the first two weeks of the season. I've, but, been, I've been impressed with, I'd say Kayvon, because I've been impressed with just how many snaps he's handled. Uh, with a shoulder injury, he's by never, the way. He's never played that many snaps in the game. And he had the sack the other night. That's also good scheme. I mean, just dialing up those blitzes. And that's it is more than what we've seen yeah. under Rod in the past. I'd go with Kayvon, although Joe Looney has, has been solid, I think, especially in the Giants game. The offensive line as a whole did a better job. Who is – and I don't mean to answer a question with a question, but – Kayvon Frazier has surprised me. Oh yeah, surprised you guys by not oh. not not because we all thought. Oh, I have another question about to, surprises. Close to the line of scrimmage, yeah, right? A he thumper, can, but he yeah. he's kind of played in I, coverage. He's. I didn't think he had the ability to blitz. I didn't think he had the ability to cover. I knew he had the ability to hit you. Yeah, that I did know. He made a play, broke up a pass in space against Christian McCaffrey in Week One, and I said. Wow. Okay. I mean, that's a dimension that we don't hear about with him. You know, Xavier Woods is the coverage safety in that group. You know, maybe this, I guess the point I'm trying to make is maybe this group was right. The group, I mean, the front office about their safeties. Yeah, they did try and get Earl Thomas, but they only tried to get Earl Thomas after the Seattle Seahawks allowed him to try and get Earl Thomas. But there's a, there's a side of me that, and I love Earl Thomas. 
I do. I mean, I, I heck, I, I take Earl Thomas every day. But maybe they don't have to take Earl Thomas now. Maybe because of what you think of Kayvon Frazier and what you think of you know, the potential of Xavier Woods and Jeff Heath, you know? We don't know a hell, whole hell of a lot about Campbell. You know, he's the one guy that survived yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, they got rid of Robinson. Tyree Robinson waved for Bryce Butler, who is officially back. Yeah, but I, I, I don't. Maybe, maybe Frazier and, and these guys, these safeties, are, are making them feel like you know what, well, we don't have to make that deal. And then, and then, can you factor in? I don't know. You're going to save ten million dollars. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I, I, I well. It's because still, that's it's still what Earl's going to count. Sure, cost. Sure, and and you're absolutely right. I I think to me it would be worth it for ten million dollars, but you're, there's also a side of me that also is not stupid enough to bang my head against the wall and say, and say, well these safeties were playing bad, and we you know if the safeties were playing bad, you would have to say, okay, it's worth it to go get Earl Thomas. But necessarily now, I don't through two weeks. Two weeks. I I look at the roster and I ask the question too after after two games. And I'm not saying there's other trade opportunities out there at certain spots. I don't know. But, hmm. well, you okay? I left my release behind. I wanted to there look you, at the schedule. Here you go, buddy. Thank you. Uh, which side of the ball needs help more? See, that's where, that's, okay, this will lead me to another question if you indulge, Let's indulge me. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. If you could trade for a position to help this team right now, what would you trade for? Just a position. I'm not asking you to give me a player. But is there a position that you would consider trading for? That was question number five that I had on this list. If you could trade for a position to help this team, what would it be? Thanks, Kent. I left it behind. Yeah. This is all wrinkled. Give me mine back. Yeah, before he spills coffee on it or something. (laughs) Any position. Yeah. Is there a position that you would trade for? Well, I'm looking at... I got one in my head. I'm looking at wide receiver and tight end. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of tight end. Yeah. You know, this, this this team doesn't have a legitimate tight end. It's got guys. And, it, and I'm to the point now where, you know what, I'm okay. Let's bring Schultz back, and I'm going to sit Blake Jarwin for this game. I'm just going to keep rotating these guys until I figure out my best three. Because I think I'm okay. Swain, Swain I'm, is solid. I I'm think okay Swain's, with that. Swain's and, and not, active every week, I think. Yeah. But, the, yeah, yeah, the other three? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Based See, on matchups, maybe? Yeah, I, you know, and it's not because Blake Jarwin had an uh, unfortunate experience trying to field an uh, onside kick. I just don't think Blake Jarwin has done enough for me as a blocker, and that's not his cup of tea. I, it's unfair to him for me to say that. But has he done anything else in the passing game? Yeah, if he uh, can, His job was to do stuff in the passing game. If he can qualify his spot by yeah. catching a bunch of balls, yeah. and then you go, okay, the blocking, I'll I'll, I'll live with. I'll yeah. live with. Yeah. And we haven't we it's, haven't seen haven't either. seen that. Yeah. It's the so Escobar theory. I'm gonna roll I'm gonna roll him out this week and I'm gonna put Schultz back in there and just see. Maybe the best combination. Well, you know, and you're right, you're not gonna roll uh Swaim out of there because they, they use him way too much. He can do he's more complete than anybody. Yeah. But yeah, if somebody had a legitimate tight end, I might if they were some, willing to get rid of, if them. they were willing to get, well, maybe some team has two guys, three Our, guys. But you know. let me ask you this: We have four, and it's kind of a up in the air. Would you be looking more for a guy that can do Jarwin type stuff down the field as a pass catcher, or or a guy that can help you in the running game as a blocker? Uh, give me a guy. Give me a better James Hanna. 
Give me yes. a better James Hannon. Can do both. Both and play special teams too. Yeah. Give me, you know, a guy that could be on your punt, your punt return team, your punt team, kickoff return, all that stuff. But he's a he's a good point of attack blocker and he's capable of making, you know, two or three plays. You know, I mean, I'm not asking him to make seven catches a game or six catches a game, but I'm asking him to make two or three catches a game. And you saw what they were thinking about the blocker, right? When they went three tight ends, they yeah. brought in Cameron Fleming. Cameron Fleming. Jumbo. So yeah. you don't, don't worry about that as long as he can block. Although I think on one of those, that was one of the holdings, and I was sitting there going, It was. Oh, it was the Joe Looney Tell holding. me it's not 75. Yeah, the Joe Looney. <laughs> I mean, not Joe Looney. The, uh, it was, uh, the, the third and one play that, that oh, uh, um, Collins got held on. Yeah. Collins held. See, to me, that – I don't know. I mean, tight end was the first thing that came to my mind when I wrote that question down for you guys. You feeling better about the wide receivers? I mean, you got a million of them. I now. don't. I don't. You got like seventeen. I, seven. I, Mickey, it, it's up to you, being the former newspaper man, to get to the bottom of why they got seven wide receivers on this team. I will try. Because somebody needs to ask that question. I just think this is really bad roster management. In my point. I, seven, I think they're kicking tires. Okay, seven receivers, four tight ends, and they've got two players. That don't. One of the players is Travis Frederick, who doesn't dress, who they're keeping on the roster. And the other player you're going to get back is Jones this week. I mean, he's going to help you. But think about they were carrying all those guys on the on the, on the 43 mm-hmm. or on the excuse me, on the 53 to you know. And that I don't know. I, I have no good answer. And you know, here I'm saying, oh well, Williams is going to do this and get suspended and all that. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there because I'm trying to figure out why. Well, that's, a, that's a logical. Sp- speculation right uh then then you're back down to six yeah potentially obviously that's just pure speculation is this for like two games three games is this for 10 games yeah i think i just think they're kicking tires kicking tires in a way of because it doesn't cost them anything to bring vice butler on the on the roster at this point right yeah all it cost them was tyree robinson and they're hoping to put him back on the practice squad yeah and then and I don't know how many you can dress on Sunday. Boy, but you got a pissed off Lance Lenore on your hands too now. Yeah, I I understand. See, that's but where it's better if I, if Lance Lenore than Antonio Brown. Yeah. yeah. Well, things are happening in Pittsburgh. Yeah, not good things. Yeah. Can um, I ask? Can I ask Mickey the question? Did you yeah. say Frazier over? You're surprised of Frazier over Looney, right? Or you're surprised over? Yeah, like I think be, the I better was. sub, the better sub. Because I think we saw up. we saw a little bit of Looney, I think, in training camp. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much we saw of Kayvon like right. in coverage and, and just yeah. being an all around play. And I and, and he knows too, because after that first game and then everybody was around his locker yeah. uh, on Wednesday. Welcome to the headache. And, and 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 I saw him walk off and I said, I see you, Kayvon. And he goes, yeah, you guys didn't think I could cover, could did you? Just like yeah. that, and yeah. I said, okay, yeah. you're, you're good. Okay, uh, noted. Too, too guys, yeah, guys just get certain reputations. But here's the other thing. Now on that is, I agree with you guys. By the way, on have Frazier. they have they played a? I mean, is this the best quarterback they're going to play in three games? I still would performing. It, it's skill wise from a passing from game. the from the passing. Yeah. Okay. After that, Stafford who. Is struggling. He is. We grant it. I need to watch them next week, though. And then Houston. Struggling. Uh, Play the Giants this week. Should get back in the W column there. Jacksonville. Bortles. Bortles. He's not been bad, he right? Out, he out, uh, he, yeah, he outdueled Tom Brady the other day. Okay. He was great. And then Washington. 
Alex Smith, who's solid. Yeah. Solid. But they're they're struggling. Well, I tell you what, if this team then Tennessee. You're Mariota? setting this thing up, Mickey, like they're going to win all these games. No, I'm not. 2016 all over I'm again. Talk, I'm talking about no, no, just I, I, pure I know what you're saying. I know pocket what you're, passers. I know what you're saying. Maybe you get to Wentz finally in Philadelphia, yeah. but that's not till November 11th. Maybe. And then, then, and then, you know, and then you get straight wins. And then you get, <laughs> and then you get Ryan and, yeah. and and Alex Smith and Drew Brees and Wentz and uh, let's see who Indianapolis, luck. yeah, Tampa Bay, Luck. Right. Well, Fitzmagic. Uh, it might still be Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic yeah. might be might be NFL might, MVP. He might but, be but you the remember division. when we started the se- before we started the season, we kept talking about all these great quarterbacks they were going to have to play. Well, they are yeah. going to have to play a lot. They're playing one this week. I, I understand. I mean, now but, the question is, can they block for for Russell Wilson? To me, it's the yeah. same narrative as last week with Eli. Boy, they struggled. See, six the, six sacks the, allowed in both games. The thing about it is, though, with Wilson, they still were in both games. Yeah, they give up twelve sacks and they're still in both games, and that's and that's what's scary about this team is that you know do you do you think that the Dallas offense can score enough points to make somebody one dimensional? That's why I said last week against the Giants, you got to limit the big plays because if you're only scoring in the teens, all it takes is one or two big plays yeah. down the field to Beckham. Yeah, and we saw what Wilson. Now he threw a, a pick six in the game. Yeah, out of, just a just a bad ball bad out ball. to the sideline desperation really that he hung in there in the pocket late in the game and takes a shot and delivers a beautiful ball touchdown to tyler lockett he can he can beat you with his arm still don't know how he caught that ball yeah great play amazing catch see to me that's where i'm i'm just like this is where i worry about this team if this team had the consistency of 2016 with the ability to finish drives and really grind it out if they can make deep offenses that they play one-dimensional that you have to throw to come back, boy, that plays right into their wheelhouse. Yeah. You know, but if they get somebody that can just hang in there, hang in there, play balance, 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 you're right. They give up one big play, one, you know, two big plays. Next thing you know, it's a tie game. There's no margin for error for the defense when you're not efficient offensively. Well, I was sitting you know? there yeah. with that game, and I'm sitting there, and it's 13 uh, nothing, yeah. right? Yeah. Dominating. Yeah. And all I can think of in the back of my mind is Beckham for 86. One mistake, and it's 13 7, and they're one possession away from taking the leap. Yeah. The 17 point lead helped Dallas play this tee off on Manning. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like the only thing they had to worry about Barkley about was catching the football and running with it. That's the only thing they had to worry about there. But what you want to see is more of this what was it? A 14 play. 82-yard drive, yes. chewing up eight minutes a yes. clock, yes. fourth quarter, Zeke just wearing guys down. Yes. Got to have more of that. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, I mean, that was timely, though, because they did it right at the end where they just sucked the life out of the fourth quarter. Yeah. That's what you got. It, I mean, because when, when they gave it up, well, there's, there's like five minutes left, five-something left Not enough time for the Giants to win the game. There were three scores down. Right. See, they can't that, – that, you're right, Rod. The margin of error for this team is, is very small when it uh, – when it comes to that, because until they can develop some type of consistency, uh, you know, that's going to be a problem. I forgot before we go to break, I forgot to ask you this Monday coming off the game, both of you guys, your thoughts on, cause there was a lull there after the 10, nothing lead. Mm. Did they get away from things too much that were working or I know one drive, there was a couple penalties that set them the back. The penalties were huge. They only ran 50 <laughs> plays, you know, but still, 
a lot of that had to do if they recover the the onside kick, they could kind of run the game out the way they want. But th- yeah, I, 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 and going back and watching the game, when Prescott got forced out a couple of different times throwing the ball, they had guys that were open. And again, Cole Beasley was open a couple of different times. He couldn't, you know, they had an opportunity to get the ball to uh, to Rico there, and you know, it was just a little higher to him, but. They had some plays. They had. They could have made some plays. It's just unfortunate that the quarterback had to make the right decision and get rid of the football. That was the biggest. That was the biggest thing. That, the 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 lull that happened. That's why they got stopped. They don't get. I mean, impressively enough, the two back to back penalties, third and one, they get a third and eleven. What do they do? They they get another. They they complete a pass for a first down, mm-hmm. and they get another holding. And you're like, going, there is no way in hell they're now third and eleven. They're not going to convert this. Yeah. And Prescott stood right in there and made the throw. So, yeah, it's just unfortunate they had some bad luck in that way. Nick, you want to go to break? You or know, you something else. Yeah, I think, I, you know, and they only had three possessions in the second half. Yeah, but one really long one. And one long one, yeah. a kneel down, I'll count that, that's four. And then they scored on the other two. Yeah. So, yeah, they hit a lull, uh, but they, well, they, they didn't yeah. have that many plays. Well, they had three straight punts. To end the first half, yes. yeah, that, yeah, that part that of the second that, quarter, yeah, that was that's more what I was asking yeah, about. Yeah, that that and, was yeah. You need to get back to and, and and maybe that's something you do learn from. Okay, well, okay. How do we use Zeke? How do we use Austin? How do we use Thompson? How do we use Beasley? Yeah. How do we use Dak Prescott? You know, those are all things you have to think about. Why were we not able to sustain drives? Was was could I have made a different play call that would have affected the way that the series would have gone? And the second yeah. possession in the second quarter. They started off first and fourteen at the five. Yeah, they got a motion penalty on Tyron right? Smith. Right, yeah. and and they and they ended up with uh, was it a fair catch at the nine? Yeah, they punted. Mm-hmm. They they at least drove the ball out of yeah. their own end zone and then gave it first a, and yeah. ten at the nine. You get a you get a, a a false start. Now it's first and fourteen at the five. Yeah, they managed to get to the thirty eight. Right, and then you have an incompletion, an incompletion, and an incom and a. a pass for no gain and you punt yeah so that was the possession that, that at least that they didn't give tough. them the, at least they didn't go three and out on the five right that that that's encouraging and they gave the ball up and the Giants started at the 20 yeah so yeah. they were able to get out of there without giving up a score and we talked about how they came out proactive to start the game put the Giants on their heels and got a 10 nothing lead and they that ultimately was enough all right, let's take our first break. 888-855-2297 is the number. Give us a call. Join the show. We got more hard questions from Brian Broadus next. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. The dual aperture supports F1.5 mode and F2.4 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Oh, I am craving a Dr. Pepper. I got some soda. 
I asked not for soda. I asked for ice-cold, craveable Dr. Pepper. Its flavor is more one-of-a-kind than a foretold sloth with a thirst for speed. <laughs> so stop settling for soda and start demanding Dr. Pepper. I love sloths. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Dr. Pepper today. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Crunch time is when you've got to stay cool, and nobody does it better than keeping you cool under pressure than Tommy John. Tommy John underwear has moisture-wicking antimicrobial fabrics to keep germs and perspiration at bay. That means no discomfort, no adjustments. Tommy John, no adjustments needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. And I know about antimicrobial fabric. Glad you said that, not me. I think you got it wrong twice, but that's okay. It's a good read otherwise. Antimicrobial fabrics. Whatever it is, it's really good. What's the word? Don't worry about it. Microbial. There you go, Ken. Microbial. (laughs) Antimicrobial. Not microbial? No. No. For the fifth time, no. It sounds sounds like very unpleasant. Yeah, it sounds like something you wouldn't want to (laughs) eat. Microbial. <laughs> okay. To the one, phones, Rob. Yeah, one more read real quick. Kent, the Star District offers 30 restaurants and retail spaces at the Cowboys-themed campus. Perfect place to shop down and bring the whole family. Had a great show last, last night. Sure did. At Concrete sure did. Cowboy, Brian. Enjoyed those folks over there. Appreciate the host uh, allowing us to come in and, and have a lot of fun. Good questions. And uh, I'll tell you what's really going to be cool about that. And speaking of cool when the weather turns, you know, we got fall coming up here and, and that we were outside last night. I'll tell you when the weather turns, that's going to be a great place to hang out and talk a little cowboy football as we get to the cooler days here coming up. Very we pleasant. don't have the fans going like a, a jet fans. Like we were on the tarmac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, uh, welcome to the heliport. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It was, it was, it will be, it will get even more pleasant it yes, will. as it, the season turns. It will. Can, All we, right. can we have a little levity here? I looked this up and I hadn't used it yet. New York Post on Monday after the Giants lost. Juggernauts. Oh. Whoa. Uh, Daily go. News. Big boo. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love them. They, Gotta they, love right love them. they don't care. They don't care. <laughs> I think the Dallas media is tough. All right. Uh, Kent, yeah, let's hit the phone lines. Luis in Texas, you're up first on Talking Cowboys. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, like, you, do you think the logjam we have at receivers kind of like uh, it kind of reminds me of when we had, um, you know, DeMarco Murray and Tashar Choice and, and uh, that underwear stealer? Like, we didn't really know who was going to take the job. Uh, do you think they should just maybe give a chance to a couple guys like a game instead of rotating them in and out? Like, uh, I think Deion, uh, Thompson – should get first shot. I mean, he looks pretty good. Um, I think he 
he got two catches called back as a penalty, and he, he still ended up with four. Uh, so, um, and also, do you think they trust now Frazier maybe with Wood at the same time on the field? Um, I'll take your your answers. Hey, who Thank would you. be your who would be your top three receivers? If you're going to say uh, Hearns, Thompson, and Gallup, not Beasley. No Beasley then. Um, hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I think he. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. okay, I think so maybe, that's the answer. I don't think maybe anybody knows yet. There's maybe too many of them. Maybe that's the top four at this point. Yeah, then that's it. Leads me one of my questions. If you guys want to take one of those, go ahead. Yes. Did you expect Deontay Thompson to be better at this point than Alan Hearns? Um, no, I didn't. I didn't. I I expected we we didn't see enough of Thompson in preseason. I didn't at least to really know kind of what he could do for them, what his role might be. Sure. Um, we were all kind of I mean, we remember we had this discussion about Alan Hearns when we always talk about okay, who are the five wide receivers? Alan Hearns gets thrown in there immediately as right. one of the guys. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if necessarily Alan Hearns is better than Deontay Thompson, at least at this point. You know, if you looked at Thompson's numbers from last year, yeah. combined sure. from the Bears and the Bills. Bills, yeah. And he wasn't playing with Joe Montana at sure quarterback, wasn't. right? Sure wasn't. They weren't bad for no. the opportunity he got. Nope, not at all. Sanjay Law told us in camp, I think you were there with me, when yeah. he said, I, I can't believe he hasn't stuck somewhere because every chance he's gotten, he got traded to, I think it was Chicago, right? Right. And stepped in, played well right off the bat. He's a professional. And what you wrote in the mailbag answer today is he's more of a complete player maybe than he we is. thought. He is. He's, you, know, you watch him when they run stuff to the outside. He's a really good blocker. You know, he's got he's, a, he's physical. got he's physical. He's got size. He'll go into traffic. He'll do some nasty things for you as far as uh, going inside to catch balls. And they still haven't sent him. Yeah, I, I I'm, I you know I I thought he was going to be good, but I I thought that Alan Hearns at this point in time would probably have his type of number, more targets and more. But mm-hmm. but he he has outplayed Hearns in in my opinion. He has, and for a guy that didn't really participate at all in training camp. I think that's really impressive about him. They you know, and I don't want to argue with Luis because Gallup's got to be in there. But you, if you're going to have three, uh, I, I think they have four at this point. You think they're concerned about Gallup? I think they were worried about his consistency of how he runs his routes. That's fair. Yeah, that is fair. And is that to be a little expected, or by now? Oh, it's at Colorado know. State though. He he was a good route runner there. May, may, the nuances of having to run routes in the National Football League, it always looks like he's f- he's fighting to get open, and that's why he draws penalties because guys are trying to fight him, but he's playing a little bit off balance right now. So, I think on that deep route, yeah, I think, and you know, it got pointed out. You he, know, he got pushed. He yeah. didn't redline it. Yeah, as they they say. say. Yeah, there's no red line, but in the practice field, there's a red line where you want to stay. Uh, so many yards away from the sideline, so the quarterback has a spot to drop it when right. you've got the DB on your left on your left hip. Right, and he got too close to the sideline. Uh, I think they were maybe a little bit worried about that catching the ball. No problem. No, you know, and when he's open, he, he's good. Yeah, um, but yeah, maybe they're sitting there looking at that and going, "We need ah. to get him going." Yeah, maybe that's maybe one of the reasons why you bring in Bryce Butler. You know, because you're thinking, "Oh, okay, we'll." 
we need a guy to do a little bit more of this. I, I, I'm not against. I, I think you have to throw Michael Gallup out there and let him play. I do too. I don't yeah, don't don't sit there. It. Don't sit there and, and say okay for, for two weeks or training camp you've been feeding him stuff, feeding him stuff, and then and then have him go in the tank. You know if he's not playing enough. That that you don't need that. But he's going to be active. Do you think? You think Bryce is active Sunday? When we talked to him yesterday, he didn't know what his role would be. He said, look, we haven't had a practice yet. I don't know. We you need know? To, we need to the great thing about living in this building is we'll figure it out. Yeah, by, it's by, a little early by, to by ask. Friday. By Friday we'll have this thing figured out. You'll see out. what they think they yeah. can get out of it. I mean, yeah. at least he has been to training camp. Yes. Yeah. But he hadn't done anything in a couple of weeks. Yep. That's true. Right. So he knows the general system, though. I'm sure it's a little different yeah, than it's it was not, last year. But I think more from a physical standpoint yeah. than, than knowing. I mean, there's only so many routes you can run. Right. Yeah. By the way, the, the receiving stats, this is what it is through two games. Beasley's your leader, nine catches, 86 yards. Then Zeke, eight for 26. Then Thompson, mm-hmm. seven for 60, 8.6 per catch. And then you've got Swaim with three and then four guys with two. Yeah. Tavon, Hearns, Terrence. And Gallup. That's where you are right now. That's where you are. I don't think, I mean, to answer Luis's question, I, I, to me, it's still too early to know <clears throat> what this rotation is. I, especially, yes, there. See, I th- and, but to answer the other side of his question, I feel they do. I feel like they do feel comfortable about Frazier playing. Yeah. Yes, if, if Frazier has to go out there with Woods and they have to roll him in there and take uh, Heath off the field or any one of those guys come off the field, it, that's, we've seen this team rotate safeties before. Yeah, they just couldn't do it the first two weeks of the season, but they'll rotate him now. Now they got a, they got their guy back. Frazier's earned those snaps. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Yeah. I think so too. Amazing what happens when you play somebody. Yeah, you find out. You find out either they can play one or way not. or another. One, one another. Got any more questions for you get, us? You Brian. know I do. Bring you it. Know, you know I got some questions. Mickey Spagnola. <laughs> more surprised of his play: Taco Charlton or Tavon Austin? Taco. I expected something out of Tavon because uh, at least we'd seen something from him previously uh, with the Rams before last year. Uh, but was it like this? But Taco, I, yeah, I mean, the guy. Like the comeback. The, the two years before he hurt his wrist, uh-huh. he combined for 90 catches. As, and he wasn't like a, that's my number one wide receiver. Sure. So he had done it before. Taco, we hadn't seen it. There were times in training camp where you're going, oh, he yeah. still can't stay on his feet. Yeah. And now he comes out here and played more snaps in the first two games. He might have played more snaps in the first two games than he did his whole career last it's, year. Uh, he got pretty, his letter jacket already. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. <laughs> I mean, he had 57 snaps, I believe, I yeah. saw from – uh, I think he surprised the coaches myself. I mean, I I, 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 I mean, he's done more than just be a pass rusher. Right. Yeah. Oh, he's you know? no, he played the run. Yeah. And he, you're right. He's playing about double snaps than he averaged. How about last a smart year? play him too? just falling on that fumble. How many times we've we seen those guys kick the ball and all of a sudden Beckham runs over there and falls on it. You know, my yeah. gosh, he did the right thing. Eighty seven percent of the uh, of the eighty uh, 84% what are those, of the snaps, what are those, what's, that, what's that on your legal pad yeah. in front of you right now? Is that now? pro football focus? <laughs> uh, no, That's this is official <laughs> NFL stats. Pro football focus. All right, official NFL stats. I'm, I'm surprised with, with Taco as, as myself. I am too. What about, what about you? you, Rob? Um, I, probably Taco. I, I want, I'm 
pleasantly surprised with how they were able to connect deep with Dak and Tavon. I mean, that's what this offense needs. They, yeah. need, they need that juice. I want to see more from Tavon. I do, he, too. He got 10 snaps in the week one opener. He got, I think, like 18 last yeah. week. Can they bump it into yeah. the 20s, maybe? Yeah. 18 snaps, 34%. Yeah. Yeah. I could read that. Maybe a little more. Bump that up. But then who's who, who? I don't know. Which wide I, again, receiver is sitting? <laughs> I don't know, but the way he started. See, start, then we get to Luis's thing. It's just the way he started that game, though. I know. He was on fire, you know? Maybe a little bit more. A little bit more of 10. Next question? It wasn't even a fancy route. He just stutter-stepped. And oh, he Norris. came back to the ball, though, man. No, I mm -hmm. meant the deep one. Oh, the deep one. He just oh, stutter-stepped oh, and yeah. got a low yeah. Jenkins into sleep. That's what, that's what speed will do for you. Here's my next question for the panel. Is Chris Richard really the defensive coordinator? <laughs> I think he's had a, a significant influence on the amount of aggressiveness, uh, especially on the nickel defense. Yeah. He is the passing game coordinator, so does that – the every time fall to him? <laughs> every is time that... they pass, they <laughs> Chris yeah. call the defense? I don't know. Maybe. They're not telling us. Well, I'm sure it's on nickel. Yeah, oh, I don't is. know that he calls it, but I think he maybe they with the that's what the plan is. Is it is? Do you think when they go to the sidelines and they talk about it, it's Chris? I mean, we we have the we have that sideline audio. We put that together, mm -hmm. and Chris is always coaching somebody. Yeah, he's co he's grabbing somebody and coaching somebody here. And by the way, I think he plays a big role in what happens this week with the with the Seahawks, knowing what how to attack that, but also give you a little bit of idea about what they can do defensively as well. Right. You know, that's going to help. That's another mailbag that, question today. That, that is. But Your I, question will be answered when there's three guys on Thursday <laughs> taking questions. We should get the to talk to Chris Richard this week. Right? We should we, ask. We should ask. He's a coordinator. We should ask. We should. We should and ask for him. Pass game coordinator. I, Rod, Rod, you think he's calling the defense? Uh, I think – I, I'm with Mickey. I think I'm proud of you for not riding the fence. By the way, Spagnola, you yeah. didn't ride the fence on that one. That was a good one. I think Coach Marinelli thinks a lot of this young coach, and I think he is giving him some influence. And I think he wants him to to have an, a, a true voice in what they're doing. Does, so yes, I, I that, think there's some. Stuff what was there. your answer? Oh, I would say he is everything, or just I think that he's. I think what I think Rod. I think Rod really likes dealing with that front. You know, the hot boys. He likes being up. I mean, he likes he, – he could focus more on his rush if Richard is calling. And Richard is you – know, Rod's done this for a long, long time. I mean, the, when they were doing the slot blitz stuff, you know, and all that, that, that's Rod. But you start bringing linebackers and, you know, all kinds of that, – that's a little bit different from what we've seen in the past. Well, we saw yeah. that in training camp. They were, oh, I know, but that's like Chris Richard. They were the yeah. linebackers quite yeah, it's a Chris bit. Chris Richard wearing cleats, coaching them up out there. <laughs> that's right. You got some more? I do. All right, hang tight. Uh, we'll get to the rest of those. On I got the, a couple more. So, okay, on yeah. our last break, and Paul and Georgia keep holding. We'll get to you right after this break on Talking Cowboys. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas based Jack Black, is the number one best selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.comslash cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. 
Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at Stetson.com cowboys. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Back to Talking Cowboys. Yes, indeed, we're back here talking Cowboys. And I want to talk to you about something that's near and dear to my heart. This is Jack Black. <laughs> you want to use what the pros use. Jack Black's the official skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Mickey absolutely loves the beard lube. He does tests on it in the morning. Am I right about that, Mickey? Absolutely. I tried to put as little on this morning as possible, and it still works. So they call it lube, yeah. right? I, it feels like I'm putting butter on my face, and then my whiskers just come right off. It's amazing. Well, if you want that butter face, <laughs> butter feeling on your face, <laughs> get your Jack Black Playmaker for Jack Black face plus full size lip balm, butter face, butter face. But for ten bucks free shipping, you got to get this at getjackblack.com. Use the code Cowboys. It's like greasy face. <laughs> Yeah. I like Butterface. Butterface. It's good. I love Butterface. me some Jack Black. Great stuff. Thank great, you. Great stuff. Great liner. Brian, uh, Paul in Georgia, save us. You're up next on Talking Cowboys. Hey, boys. It's Palmer, P-A-L-A-R. Okay. Very good. Go ahead, sir. Native, Tex- Native Texan, stuck down here in South Georgia. I grew up, born in Dallas, grew up in Tyler and Austin. Super. I don't get any of my Cowboys news or info than all of your platforms, so we really appreciate it. Thank you for Thank that. Thank you. <clears throat> Here's what I got, boys. I listen all the time. First-time caller. I'm not going to ask how you're doing. I'm not going to thank you for taking my call. He is a long-time but listener. I am the most pessimistic of all pessimistic Cowboys fans. This past Sunday night, I looked at my wife and I said, damn, I have no idea why I continue to put myself through this. But I was encouraged because I saw progress. After week one, I was down. And I gave him a chance in week two. But I did progress. And to piggyback, I was on hold what Brian said about Richard. I was watching sounds of the game on your website. Sure. And Kayvon came off the field and he was beating himself up saying, I need to tackle better. need to tackle better. And then Richard comes in and says, listen, you got to forgive yourself. You're yeah. a great tackler. Uh-huh. And then the next clip is of him making the sack. Right. I'm all for Richard being our next head coach. And who knows what they have in the plan. Sure. But guys, I don't think our offense or our defense has hit their ceiling. 
Okay. And I don't think we need to be the greatest show on turf. I am so encouraged about defense. It's amazing. I'm just I'm overwhelmed with our defense. And I'd love your thoughts. Thanks, guys. Okay. That's pretty good from a pessimist. Mm-hmm. I think you had to be encouraged but no, I think by the second game, right? I think he's being realistic, though. <clears throat> and, you know, I, I said it last night. If the defense can continue to play the way they're playing and give the offense time to develop, then they might have something. But they've got to play well defensively so the offense can continue to take their steps forward. They've got to have the offense to help them, though. Yeah, they, I know. They, At some they, point, no, no, you're you right. have to. You're right. I mean, I, I just the thing I worry about, can this offense score enough points? And if you could score enough points, it, you know, they're going to be in some games where they probably won't be able to score some points. But they, I think that you know, if, if you're going to hang the hat on the defense and they look like they can, they can take it, but I just don't want this offense to ruin some bad, uh, some good play by a defense. Mickey, you said this on, again on on the Happy Hour show last night, and it's a great point. I mean, there are so many new faces, yeah, on offense, and there's young guys, and there's guys that had injuries in preseason, so they do need time. But how much time can you have? It wouldn't like Brian always says. I mean, these games all matter; they all count. I mean, you got to give it maybe a month. Well, that's and why then, the defense has to play well. Yeah, yeah. Can't but, be giving up 20-some points a game. No, because yeah. the offense probably can't score 20-some points, at least right now. At least right now. Now, maybe things will change. You know, maybe they get uh, they get development from Connor Williams. You get development from uh, Michael Gallup. All of a sudden, they figure out, hey, you can get the ball to Tavon Austin 10 times a game. You know, all these things have to kind of play out, I think. You know – I know that I know Des is not there. Right. Okay. I get it. They made that decision. They did. Witten, okay, retired. Yes. But the rest of the offense, Travis Fredericks, the only one missing. And the first eight games last year, the offense was scoring. Connor the problem Williams was is new. Yeah, was Jonathan Cooper like all pro? No. He no. was just and at that time. The, the first couple games, it, uh, Chaz Green was starting at guard, by God. But they are working in four new wide receivers, three, two new tight ends, essentially. I understand. But if he's you didn't lo- he's wanna, looking for a reason. If, 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 you, if you didn't want to work in new receivers, you could have Terrence Williams and Cole Beasley out there yeah. and then one new guy, right? Yeah. right. So I, I'm, I'm they, with scored, you, they scored those I'm, first I'm eight you. games. The I'm only game you. they didn't score, the opener, because the Giants, they, they – no, seemed to have trouble scoring against them, and Denver, and everything else. And I, I said this the other day, and, and I, you know, it's like Dak put this team on his back. He did those first eight games. He did. We said you said it last night at the show. Last that, night, that yeah. guy, that the gentleman who asked the question didn't agree with us. I know, but he did. Go back and look at his yeah. stats. Yeah, he had a hundred over a hundred quarterback rating, and there was too much on his plate. My opinion: the second half of the season, well, when guys of went course, down. Try, you know, you know, and all, and all of a sudden, the 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 narrative is he's not accurate. Well, he, he, the first twenty four games of his career, he had over sixty percent completion. It was like sixty four percent with a one hundred two quarterback rating. I think he threw the ball better last week than he did Carolina. He that, did. That's, yeah. I mean, that's absolutely. You don't need a, some scout to tell you that. Yeah, and but, he and he wasn't on his back. Yeah, that's true too. So you know, I. Just give it some time for these new receivers and the quarterback, and you know the. To, and and I don't want to say Joe Looney because yeah. he's been good. Yeah, 
you know, not great, but good. Yeah. And, and Connor Williams was better the second game. No now, doubt. Can he take the next step the third no doubt. game and the fourth no game? No doubt. You know? Yeah. This was a young team. We spent all summer talking about it being a young team. And then when you go play, it's like, well, that's not an excuse. Well, okay, I get it. But you just got to make progress. And I think that's what everybody's got to hang on to. Progress might also mean you lose a game or two. And that's right. Exactly. Yeah, and, this, and this will be a heck of a test, yeah. I think, when you factor in the crowd up there. Desperation. That, that defense is going to bring it, man. Yeah. They always do. So they're going to be challenged in this I game. I mean, did you think this, see how they respond? Did you think this team was going 12-4? and four? No. I had nine no. And seven, ten, and six. Right? Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, there was so, a, there's a couple of games I thought they were going to lose. They might actually win. If you look at that Houston bunch, they don't get things turned around down there. Detroit? I don't think anybody Detroit, expected yeah. these next three opponents to be 0-2. No, not at all. Nobody did. Not at all. I wish I could feel better about blank on this team. I wish I could feel better about blank on this team. It didn't have to be a, per, a player. Or I, I, think, I wish I could feel better about blank. I think you just said it. I think we just talked That's probably, about it. We probably just answered that question. I, it's, for me, it's it's. I feel really Give good about time. this. Feel really good about this defense, and I think if you can get Randy Gregory and David Irving back in two mm. weeks, wow, there's yeah. a, there's a lot of potential there. I would like to feel better about their Dayton ability. Dayton Jones played pretty good this summer. I mean, yes. you know, him getting back in there. Yeah. I would like to feel better about their ability to sustain drives offensively. There, I just we just haven't seen it with consistency yet. We talked about the lull they had after the ten points early against the Giants. Like to feel better about the offensive line, like in that dominant form that we're used to seeing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, I, I that, think Lyle Collins has had some struggles. There's out there. no question, Mickey. It's a good point. He yeah. has. He's you had know, some struggles. It, and the, the, you know, and that was just the first game. Tyron Smith with the penalties. Right. Um, but you know, if if, if Lyle not playing at a high level. And all you got is Tyron and 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 and, and Martin. Yeah. So they're, they're you're 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 I'm using air quotes, folks. They're listening, not seeing. But there's your elite line is not so elite. You've got your your. It, it's nice to have two really good players, but everybody else, if everybody else is struggling, where's your line? Are you just as good as you just as good as the Vikings or the Saints right. or? I mean, yeah. and isn't that the formula here offensively no to have an elite line? Yeah, no sacks, right? no sacks last week. That great, yeah. right? But half his incompletions were throwaways because of pressure. pressure. Right. It's like, oh, I got to get rid of this out of my hand, and that's great because um, sacks are probably sacks kill you. Right, they kill this because team. Because even even when you get <laughs> even when you get a holding, at yeah. least you get the down over. Right, the sack you don't get the no, down yeah. over. They killed Seattle on Monday. If you went back and watched that game, oh, I mean, it's terrible. I, yeah, I, I always I always look back to uh, when when the Cowboys at the near the end of the season in '91 went to Philadelphia. No, no Troy Aikman. Right, he gets right. hurt, uh, and, and 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 basically Jimmy Johnson's mandate to Burline was. I don't care if you finish the first half three for 13. I don't care uh, if you finish the game 10 for 25. I do not want you to take a sack. Right. No sacks and no interceptions. Because once that Philadelphia defense gets a sack, it starts rolling. Yeah. The people start going crazy at the right. vet. Right. And, and everything comes apart. No sacks. And I swear to God, the first half, he must have finished like 3 of 13. Yeah. 
but they were in the game because he didn't take a sack. So protect the quarterback and, and, and give the running back, at least get him back to the line of scrimmage and then let him do his deal. I mean, the touchdown run. Yeah. Right? It, it wasn't clean. It was a push. Right? But it he got a, to the line of scrimmage, and then he a, did his deal. He did his deal. I, I answered my own question with, I wish I could feel better about the consistency of the offense. Yeah. I wish I could feel better that I know that they could stay ahead of the chains, not give up sacks, and when they had to make a real play, they could make it. That, that, that's what I wish I could feel better about. I, I feel great about the defense and what they've done at least through the first two weeks. I do worry about the offensive consistency hurting the defense at the end of the day. That's where I, that's the struggle I, I deal with every day. Okay, uh, final question here uh, as we have a little time left. Is Byron Jones playing better than uh, Chidabay Awuzie at this point? We did our top ten list um, Monday of best performers in the game. Yeah. I had both of them just, in my top ten. Yeah, just through the first two weeks, though, we kind of felt like, though, didn't it, Awuzie was going to be the corner that would be the guy that we kind of hang our hat on. But are we able now to kind of hang our hat on Byron Jones a little bit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I We're think, seeing him making plays on the ball. I think Byron has been tested more. Right. And and, and we've seen him make some plays. Right. Awuzie doesn't get tested all that much. Fair point. And, and you know, uh, there's a, you know, you're not going to throw a shutout over there. The ones he gets beat on are usually the crossing route uh, over the middle when the guy has all day to run. Right. Uh, but, but from on his sideline, I, I think he's been pretty darn good. But I think they've tested Byron Jones more. And yeah. he stood up to it. Yeah. He stood up to it so far. I think um, I think the fact that both of them are playing well, and you may have spoken to this, it allows you to be more aggressive with your front seven. And, right. and regardless of it's Chris Richard's influence or Rod dialing up more blitzes is kind of out of his – quote-unquote reputation, and when you have your corners playing well on the outside, why not? Especially if you're playing with a lead. And that's another thing, again, offensively. Get your defense a lead and allow those guys to tee off a little bit. You know, the you other can do thing, it even more so once you get a couple of these pass rushers back. The other thing I like back there is if they get beat on a pass play, I don't want to see anybody going. Yeah, looking around. Yeah. Like, it wasn't my fault. Yeah. Well, they did, they did. the tight end did get him on that one time where they were kind of looking at each other like, Okay, what just happened here? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, that, and it that, was a busted coverage. It was a busted coverage, but no one looked at anybody. Yeah, everybody yeah. went chasing them, and is like, "Doggone it, we didn't," you know. But are you surprised this team hasn't tackled as well? I mean, they, yes. They, I mean, initial tackle, Mickey. I'm right. not. Yeah, I'm somewhat. not saying rally yes. tackle. I'm saying initial. You know what? Like uh, Jeff Heath could have got a minus three instead. It was a nine yard gain, kind of a tackle. I think they've been so aggressive, almost too aggressive. And they're flying to try to make a tackle without kind of breaking down mm-hmm. and, and, and taking a bad angle sometimes. One thing that's encouraging is the next guy gets there. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, yeah there's they four other guys running to the ball. Yeah. A lot of hats to it. You're not getting a 70-yard gain. It's, yeah. it's five, six yards, like you said, more than it should be. But it's not a, it's not a touchdown. So that's good. You got like guys was, flying around. Like it was, was it, was it the Chargers game? Oh, God. Right. That, I lost right. my, I lost my mind. Well, that's when they made Guy the change. <laughs> they made the change in the secondary at that point. Yeah. yeah. They they said, "Okay, Orlando, you sit, and okay, Brown, you sit, and you know, we're going to change some things up here." You know, and that I I think I look at that point as, "Okay, now the young 
the young guys are going to get to play here. The young, mm-hmm. the young secondary is going to get to play because the veteran guys just didn't get the job done at that point. Not Jordan Lewis yet. Yeah. But Anthony Brown done a nice job in the Anthony slot. Anthony Brown has not done anything to lose his job. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I don't see anything. Am I wrong about that? No. I mean, you, everybody's been kind of waiting for that. I always say the left turn off the road. The, yeah. the uh, you know, the human log, as uh, <laughs> Nate likes to call Woods, waiting for that left turn, and he's off. You know, but yeah. I, I don't see anything with 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 Brown. Now I just hope he doesn't get those penalties. You know, those yeah. key situations where all of a sudden he's covering Lockett and. They're getting off the field and pressure on Wilson overthrows. Oh, we have a flag for defensive holding. You, right. you, you don't need that. And he's avoided that, you know, knock on wood. <laughs> he, he just he just wasn't a very good scout, that's all. Yeah. Oh, about Purdue? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Mick. <laughs> that's the only thing he did wrong. Sorry about that. In this last minute, can I ask Mickey a question about yeah, that? Yeah, let's I was gonna say how's, let's... how's Dooley doing calling plays? You know what? Are they scoring a lot of points? This, uh, this, this guy, yes. he's got a quarterback there that could be the first one taken. They've the scored, draft. they've scored forty, and what was the first game? Well, Tennessee Martin yeah. should have scored forty. Yeah. How much have they given up? Does too many. Didn't against they give up per- like thirty at half. Too many against Purdue. That's a problem. Thirty-seven. Do we need to be to DC too? Yeah. You know what he's done? A, he's done a good. You know what I like about what he's done is they're not playing at this breakneck pace and uh, going three and out, you know, like oh, they're, you, you they're have huddling. the ball for 35 seconds yeah. and not necessarily huddling. There's pace, yeah. but it's not like, you know, we're, we're, we're hair on fire. Yeah. And he's running the football. Even when it doesn't work, he continues to run the football. Yeah. He uses his tight ends. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, th- I thought the play calling – uh, has been, you know, better than what everybody expected. I, I was everybody kinda, was I, worried. I was worried about that, too. The Boo Birds in St. Louis were all over him before yeah. he called mm. his first play. Go Tigers? So, Go Tigers. Well, yeah, well, we'll see this week okay. when, when it's Georgia. We'll see. We'll see what Georgia. The, we'll see what the Cowboys look like on Sunday. He's got Alabama, don't worry about uh, it. Yeah, I don't even want to talk college football this week. I don't, I don't like what's going to happen. Hey, thank Saturday. you guys for answering my questions. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks to Ken for producing. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll Come on, Bill, hurry back. up. Bill will be back on Thursday. We'll continue breaking down Cowboys Seahawks. See you guys then. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!